0: Join us every week for a light-hearted, queer perspective, and a trip down memory lane.
1: Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get
0: your podcasts at Seventh Heaven a Lesbian Recap.
2: I, I look back now and think that's really where it should have ended. You know what I mean? Like that's that was a, that was a big enough red flag.
1: Sentence that I feel like both you and I could equally say, "This is not poop," but this is this is a not poop. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there are so many things in my house that were like, "Why is my foot wet?" Oh yeah, like is it puke, pee, poop. Same for you, absolutely.
0: uh I used to say that the two things that you can say as a parent and maybe as a dog owner is, "Why is this wet?" Yeah, and what was the
1: other one? What's in your mouth?
0: Yeah, or why are you bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, Michelle. curling
1: It is well. It's Tuesday for those listening, but it is Saturday, and um, a huge congratulations to all of
0: our American listeners. All well, all the Americans that are happy about what. Okay, is happening. I
1: should feel like if you're listening to a podcast of two women one who's gay yeah i feel confident that they should probably sway more democratic than republican probably probably okay well i'm sorry to no those I mean, we're not trump sorry. supporters we're not sorry i'm not sorry sorry not sorry sorry not sorry <laughs> um but wow just before we started recording um like the world blew up with the news that <laughs> That um, Biden, oh, I almost said Pence. Ma, ma. Oh, God. <laughs> the other day, Lindy and I were talking. We were talking, I thought we were talking about Biden. Okay. But she was talking about Pence. Uh-huh. But I thought Pence was Biden. Like the, yeah, I thought yeah, the names yeah. mixed up. And she was like, yeah, he's really homophobic, Carling." And I was like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like not pro-choice, mm-hmm. not pro-legalization of gay marriage. Yeah. Not and I was like, no are you kidding me I've been supporting him and so I'm thinking of Biden she's talking about your little Pence. heart was all crushed yeah I was like really worried oh, and then no she was like I'm talking about Pence the vice
0: president and I was like
1: oh, oh okay uh-huh uh-huh yeah no
0: um I'm really excited about all the Randy Rainbow songs that are going to come out about yes. it because I'm obsessed with him and I'm I really love him so much yeah and Kamala Harris
1: mm-hmm. Kamala 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 Harris. Excuse me I'm talking. Yeah.
0: I'm talking. My
1: god like the first (laughs) female vice president the first female person of color.
0: I saw Mindy Kaling posted something about how um she was holding her daughter and crying because someone in the White House looks like them. How beautiful is that? Oh
1: my heart. Yeah. That's very nice. That is very nice. Yeah I mean if if this is the thing that happens in 2020 that's good like Mm -hmm. i'll take it Mm
0: -hmm. i'll take it yeah
1: um and then i as a gay person am a little bit safer traveling to america when this pandemic is over
0: there you go i have two things
1: oh tell me
0: so lindy came over last night yes and you were very jealous Yeah. I was home editing the podcast. Oh wow. So she came over and she was watching Mandalorian with Adrian. Yeah. And she told me two things about you that I did not know. Oh my God. What? (laughs) One of them is I did not know that you were a bottom. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, that wasn't one of (laughs) them. Oh my okay. God! I will not confirm nor deny. <laughs> One of them was that you know how to change a tire. Yeah, a car tire. Him. Yeah. What? You on the side of the road? I'll come help you. <laughs> what? Like how? how I did you think know this? so. Her and
1: I were talking about this. I think Leon, my mm, boyfriend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leon, if you're listening, hey, hey, girl. Um, he is from Fort St. James, British Columbia. Yeah. He's a logger. Yeah. Real tough and tumble guy. <laughs> I think that was me, like just trying to like prove how straight I was, right? Like I needed By the... changing a tire. No, no, but <laughs> okay. I needed to be. I needed to be with the manliest man. Yes, absolutely. He was
0: honestly. I just loved him. he was him. such a sweetheart.
1: You and I drove to Prince, well, to Fort Saint James, yeah, to surprise him for his thirtieth birthday. I know that was such a fun trip. It was
0: so fun.
1: It was um, so fun. Yeah, so we shot a gun.
0: Yes, we, we did. did a lot
1: of like woodsy. We did. We went fishing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, yeah, so anyway, so I think he would have been the one to teach yeah, me. Yeah, that makes sense. That
0: makes and sense. so yeah. I know. I know my way around a tire. That was impressive to me. And Thanks. then my other thing I learned was that you know how to say the alphabet backwards. I don't think that's true. <laughs> okay, well Lindy's a liar. I can say it in three languages. Okay. Not as impressive. We were watching (laughs) in French
1: while doing it in American sign language. Whoa. If this
0: was a visual medium, I'd show you right now. Wow. No, we were watching a show where uh, the person was drunk and she said that I can say the alphabet backwards. I'm like, I don't even think I can say the alphabet backwards if I was sober.
1: No, like in my mind, I'm like, okay, X, Y, Z, Z, Y, X. Yeah. I'd have to do it that way. No, Lindy, you are incorrect. What's happening? I'm getting water. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. I'm
0: out of (laughs) here. Wow. I've been deceived. Um, All right. Well, that's all I got.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's been a busy week. Mm -hmm. Our COVID numbers are skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. So if you're in Alberta and you're listening, guys, just wear a damn mask.
0: Oh, man. Don't have people to
1: your house.
0: We've got mandatory masks where I work now. Yeah. And in the town where I live. What I find interesting
1: is that the statistics are, it's not just like widespread. Everyone's spreading it everywhere. It's in people's houses. Yes. It's people who are having parties and Mm -hmm. gatherings
0: and like they're not super spreader events yeah Yeah. and
1: they're just not you don't do it
0: yeah and now that it's colder people
1: are going inside
0: more yeah and we just had halloween and we just you know before that was thanksgiving and yeah
1: some young guys at my work were saying that they were invited to like a huge halloween party and they
0: were like we're not going like that's way too risky it's not over no i know that people are bored of it and they are like it's not Trend, there's, it's not trendy anymore it's not trendy there's a fatigue like even,
1: oh absolutely like I'm very diligent I have asthma I cannot catch this mm-hmm. and even I'm tired like of like I just want to have people over I exactly. just want you know yeah. I I make more careless things. you know I think oh like it's just a quick I don't know but yeah, just, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean I even went into uh Calgary on Tuesday and I was like Nervous to yeah. be there because in the town where I am, that there's not that the numbers are not that high. Um, but in Calgary, they are. And I had to drop some stuff off, and then I went to the winners there. And while I'm in there, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I had my mask on, I had my hand sanitizer, I wasn't you know touching unnecessary things, I made sure I, you know, all the things How right. Many but people did you make out with? I mean, like four, but okay. that's no, like, they say as long as it's under five, yeah, that's better than normal, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. <laughs> So yeah, it was a little bit nervous to be out there, but um, yeah, you do definitely get tired of it. You want your life to go back to normal. You want to be able to do the things that you were doing before. You want to be able to see your family, but you know, the, the more we do those things and I think a lot of it is like, well, I, you know, I just went here or I just had this many people over. And it's like, if we all did that, then we're, we're, we're screwed. Like you can't just make concessions here and there. Yeah. Because it could it could turn deadly.
1: I do want to say, I don't want everything to go back to normal. I really no. <clears throat> like this social requirement of staying six feet away from me. Right. Like, don't come in my bubble. Yeah, don't hug me. I have been
0: advocating for one-way traffic in stores. Absolutely. For years. I love the... Um, events where you have to sign up for things and you yes. have a specific time. Yes. And, and then so, it's a controlled number. Yeah. And it's not like mobs of people because yeah. I hate crowds. I avoid them at all costs. So to yeah. be able to like, well, you you can go swimming, but you have to book a time and only so many people. I'm like, great. Yeah. Awesome.
1: I know at my work, you can, I think they're allowed 40 people in the pool and That's it's amazing. a giant pool. Yeah. Yeah. Like that sounds lovely. I love that. And even the gym, like, cause I work out where I work and you have to select a time in a zone. Oh, wow. And yeah. So like I pick the pink zone at from 1145 to one. And there's only...
0: a girl. It's pretty sexist.
1: <laughs> I know. I, as soon as I said pink, I was like, <laughs> But it just has a lot of variety of mm-hmm, equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I love it. Because then there's only like eight people in my zone. Yeah. We're all doing our thing, keeping far away from each other. Yeah. So I want the pandemic to be over. I don't want people dying. No, I want a vaccine.
0: Not. I had um, somebody... Uh, I can't really say much, but, um, we asked for this person to wear a mask and, uh, they did reluctantly and then said, you know, when are they going to force everyone to take this vaccine, uh, when it comes out because I'm not taking it. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. And, and then they said, um, well, they're already training you to take masks. So,
1: um, like, Like... so don't wear your seatbelt. Yeah don't get a
0: driver's license, mm-hmm. don't wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. compare the two, I think is just I don't know, wild. And it's just ridiculous, but you know, people have their own opinions and yeah. I try not to get into it because it just frustrates me. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's privilege in being able to make that decision yeah. to not wear a mask or to criticize the rules yeah. um when some people aren't as privileged to be able to do that. Check your privilege. And they've lost family members. Yeah. And they've, you know, all yeah. these other things. So Yeah. Anyways.
1: Uh today's episode. Yeah. We talk with Stephanie. Stephanie. So Stephanie is one of our patrons. Um, oh, a little plug for our Patreon. If hey, you want Carling, what's
0: a Patreon? Hey,
1: let me tell you, I'm so glad you
0: asked. Mm-hmm. So um I've page... been meaning to ask you this whole time that we had a Patreon. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it is, so. Is it
1: like how you realized you weren't signed up for our Facebook group?
0: I did realize that. <laughs> I did. Sorry about that.
1: People are starting to interact, guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Join okay. We're all over the place. Join Yikes. our Facebook page, our group. You have to like our page and then you join a private group. And we basically talk about the episodes and we, um, that's where I posted the, um, video of the shadow person that, uh, Jen from last week caught mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Yeah. We ask questions and yeah, interact more, Yeah, but then Patreon is a $5 a month subscription and you get instant access to 17 <clears throat> episodes. Do we have that many? I think so. I counted the other day. Now I'm questioning it. So anyway, join our Patreon and you get extra episodes and it really helps support us in an extra way. Really just pays for our therapy, but (laughs) (laughs) it's like our little therapy fund. Okay. Today's episode with Stephanie. So Stephanie is a patron and we just love her. She's like a super fan. Well, I don't know. She's probably listening to this <laughs> and thinking like, Mom, oh, you guys aren't that great. Not really. Anyway, we're a super fan of hers. So she reached out to us and said like, you know, I've got this story kind of about catfishing and it's wild. It kind of jumps all over the place, but it's, I think it's really relatable in the sense that like we've all sort of, well, a lot of people have ended up like infatuated with somebody who mm-hmm. maybe wasn't healthy for them or, you know, you're like pining for this relationship or you keep going back to this unhealthy relationship. Yeah. And in hindsight, you're like, God, like, come on,
0: like everybody. Yeah. But in the moment, uh-huh. you know, you just find yourself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think there's been so many situations where people are in a relationship that they're 100 percent in and keep going back, even though it's toxic yeah. and can convince themselves that everything will be OK. And, you know, even if everyone around you is seeing the truth. Right. But it takes kind of getting out of it and then looking back to be like, oh, my God, that was horrible. Like, what was yeah. I thinking? Right. But yeah. um, when you're in it, you're in it. So yeah. um and I mean how many people have been like deceived online? I oh, mean God. seriously raise your hand. Like yeah. if you thought someone was something else and, you know, I don't know can I saying.
1: disclose a secret? Yes. I won't <laughs> tell anybody. <laughs> Guys, don't don't tell anybody. don't tell
0: anybody. I think it would be fun. To catfish somebody? No, not, but not, (laughs) but
1: like I would want them in on it. Like I would think it'd be fun to sort of like interact with somebody, but like, I don't want to say role playing, but like, no, no, but like to create an online profile. Am I just describing what's that game everybody plays where they create avatars? Yeah. Like Sims. I do love Sims. That's probably where this is stemming from. Yeah. I just want to create an alter ego and then like live in a little alter universe. Yeah. Like, I don't want to,
0: victimize anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, like they would know That's they like would also life. be a fake like you want to just live in a alternate reality What's second life I don't know wasn't that popular like a long time ago where it's like basically that you have an avatar and you have a job and you have Wasn't this from the office didn't yeah, but I thought that was actually real though I thought second life was like a legit thing
1: <laughs> I don't know we're gonna have to look it up
0: okay we're, a well, today, you guys.
1: we're gonna give it a goog and look it up while you guys listen to Stephanie's episode enjoy bye
2: hello stephanie hi how are you i'm doing well how about you guys good i'm so
1: jealous that you're in warm sunny florida
2: (laughs) yeah it's a little overcast today but we like a little overcast it gets too sunny sometimes
1: (laughs) yeah that is true i suppose if you're like if it's like really hot all the time sunny or like overcast days are nice
0: yeah I listen to so much true crime that Florida is always like a a specific vibe about it.
2: Oh yeah, the Florida. How man. do
0: you how do you feel uh, with that kind of perception of where you
2: live? Um, I mean, I think it's definitely true for certain areas. The thing about Florida is, it's actually kind of a big state, and there's like a lot here so like certain areas there's definitely a lot of crazy like a lot of crazy stuff goes on but like we're in Orlando I mean I don't know I guess Orlando is part of that too because we get a lot of visitors so I don't know yeah
1: it's just well I think that's it because you guys like isn't that where there's a port for like cruise ships
2: yeah um well Orlando's in the middle so the ports are actually (laughs) (laughs) the ports are actually on Tampa and Miami and um Cape Canaveral so
1: I'm super excited to hear your story. You only gave us like a little tiny teaser.
2: Oh yeah, um, I know. I'm... And I
1: kind of appreciate that because like I'm like super like tell me more, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Um so why don't we just start with like introduce yourself, tell us about you, um and then kind of get into it.
2: Um yeah, so um I'm Stephanie and I um as we mentioned I live in Florida, although I did spend 9 years in Colorado, um which is where our story starts. But um, I work as a um, an editor for a hotel appraisal company, so oh. I was on furlough for a little while this year, as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's pretty much what I've done since I left school. So I mean, I've had sort of a. It's interesting. My my professional life has been very smooth, good. No issues. Like I, I did grad school. I did all this stuff without much of a problem. But my personal life is just in shambles constantly. <laughs> so, uh, well, I, kind mean, of... I you've got one
1: like steady, you know.
2: Yeah, it it is nice <laughs> at that part. Like I don't really have to worry about money or what I'm doing and that sort of stuff. So that's nice, I guess.
1: And like, so did you go to school for this? Is it like, um, did you say editing or auditing?
2: Editing. Yeah. So what do you edit? <laughs> So the company that I work for, um, is HVS, which is a hotel appraisal company. So I edit the, we do appraisal reports, we do feasibility studies, we do market studies and they're all for hotel properties. So, um, yeah, so basically it's just the appraisers. I don't actually go to the hotels or anything. The appraisers will go, they'll come up with all their written content. They'll send it over to me or my boss. Um, and then we will, you know, just read through all the new content. We have this whole system too, where we're not reading the entire report. We just read the parts that are new for each hotel. And um, so, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's pretty technical. It's pretty like finance oriented, honestly. Yeah. It's a lot more, it's both more interesting and not interesting. (laughs) 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 Awesome. Cool. Well, why
1: dive right in? I'm super excited about this story.
2: Okay, great. Yes. So, just a little backstory, like, to set the scene. Um, So, at the time I was living in Colorado, this started in 2013, and at the time I was living, like I said, in Colorado, and with my ex-husband, and I had met him in, like, 1999, something like that, on AOL, (laughs) believe it or not. (laughs) Oh, my God. The episode that we're going to talk
1: about on Tuesday... um has to do with AOL and it's very similar
2: to my AOL story. Oh, you haven't, you guys have so many interesting stories, by the way. I really want more episodes well, of, the, like the two of you telling stories. Sometimes I'm thinking,
1: I'm like, you know, I really need to think more about my trauma and what else I can yes. bring Get to, our it to
2: us. <laughs> yeah. Was
0: like, I think that we should do something about your trauma this month because we've done a lot I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: That is true. The scales are tipped a little bit. You're yeah. right.
1: <laughs> All right. So, you met your ex husband on
2: AOL. Right. And so we, um, he moved down, he was living in South Dakota at the time. He moved down to Florida because I was still um, going to school here in Orlando. Um, I went to UCF. And so he moved down here and we lived together. And then we got married before we left. We had decided to move to Colorado. After I graduated, I went to grad school up there. So that's why we moved. And then um, we were just there for a while. And then um, around july 2013 um i got really into using twitter now i don't know if you guys have a relationship with twitter no you- i've tried and i just yeah. can't make it stick see that's how i was so i joined twitter in like 2011 but i actually started using twitter in like 2013 because okay. i was getting just really like frustrated with facebook and like i just didn't feel like it was i don't know i i like I said, I met my husband on AOL. We, I spent a lot of time in chat rooms when I was in high school. I'm that kind of, I'm one of those people. Like I'm one of the yeah. old millennials who like <laughs> this all happened when I was a teen. And so like I was super into it. And Girl so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So yeah, but Twitter gave me kind of the same feeling once I found like I just started spending more time there. And I sort of found some people and kind of got involved in a community there. And we just like there's just this whole joke telling sort of group well, I don't want to say group. Uh, we'll just say just people that like to tell jokes kind of tend on tend to, to, to gravitate toward Twitter.
0: Yeah. And
2: um, so I ended up kind of just getting in with those people and just sort of, it just all kind of snowballed from there. And then um, that October, um, you know, after I was making friends and kind of, you know, um, started messaging with some people and just kind of getting really sort of into it, Um, I got a message one night from this certain user that I had just become, like, we call them mutuals, a mutual follow with. And uh, it was this guy, and his name was Mark. And um, he told me that he was divorced. He, we just had a a nice conversation, you know, that night, and we were chatting, and um, he told me he was in Colorado as well and um you know so we were kind of talking about that and we kind of had some laughs and it was it was a nice conversation and you know I was like interesting this is cool that you know there's people are just reaching out to me and everything and so it kind of snowballed from there we started talking more and more um and you know before you know it we're talking constantly like (laughs) every day all the time um You know, when I wake up, that's what I check my phone to see if he's messaged, like that sort of thing. And it it got kind of really intense, really fast. Um, And were you divorced already at this point? No, I was not. So (laughs) here it gets a little. (laughs) So things had not been going great between me and my ex husband. And I feel like that contributed a lot to what happened with Mark because I didn't really even realize until i was kind of like already in it with mark that like wow i had really been missing this like i yes. mm-hmm. like my ex and i and i want to be very clear he was not a bad guy my ex-husband he was a very yes. nice man um he and i say was he's still alive but um <laughs> <laughs> i, I mean presume he's he still nice. is i mean i'm assuming like i don't know but um <laughs> but he uh he and I didn't... We just sort of lived separately a little bit. Like, he had his own room where he would go and use his computer. He... Now... And then the other thing was... I don't want to get too much into this because this isn't really part of the story. But he was sort of... He was paraplegic. Um, so, he was on okay. disability. And he, and he didn't work. So, um, okay. he brought in a little bit of money from the disability. And he was, you know, on Medicaid. So, all of his med- medical stuff was paid for. But... um he didn't you know he didn't really it just it wasn't too much of a partnership I guess is what I'm trying to say and um also there were a lot of issues with our sex life that were not satisfactory um really for either of us so it just kind of it just it was something that like I didn't really know how to deal with and so I didn't really think about it as much as I should have like I I just kind of stuffed it away you know Mm -hmm. But then I meet this other guy and he's, you know, interested in me and we have engaging conversations and we're, you know, laughing and chatting and all of this stuff. And it seems to be, you know, we have this good sexual chemistry, at least over text, which believe me is true. That's the thing that happens. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds fake to people or you guys or whoever's listening, but like, it's a real thing. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I just, it really made me think. And um, I was actually in therapy a little bit at the time, or I started going or something. And it just kind of made me start to realize, like, is this what I really want for the rest of my life? You know, like, do I really want to be in this relationship where I feel like we're just sort of like roommates slash mom and son? Like, you know what I mean? It just kind of wasn't, it just didn't feel like the kind of marriage I wanted. So I ended up um, and I also want to be clear that, like, the decision that I ended up making to leave him was not because of Mark. It was right, because right. I realized, like, hey, there could be other things. Like, I just basically opened me up to the possibility of, like, right. other other relationships, other life. So, anyway, so we ended up obviously breaking up, like I said. And I kept telling Mark, hey, we need to meet. Like, let's get together. You're three hours away. It's like, no problem. Let's do it. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 no this, no that. I have too much anxiety. I have this. I don't think you're going to like me in person, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, I, what are you talking – like, we just went in circles and circles about this for so long. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, can we – like, what – so are we just supposed to stay in text forever? Like, I don't, yeah. I didn't understand his, his side of things, and he never really made it clear. Like, he couldn't really give me an answer, because he would, he would give me an answer, and then he would give a different answer, and then he would give a different answer, and it's like, what is your deal? Like, will you please tell me what's going on? And we spoke on the phone um, several times, and then we also did a video chat one time, Um, and so I was like, okay, so I kind of know already the deal. Like, so what is wrong? Like, what is going on? Like, what What, was the deal? Like, what, like. Well, that's part of the story. So (laughs) (laughs) so what ended up happening was he tells me I'm going to quit my job and move back to Philadelphia because that's where he was from. And I was like, what? And I was like, but wait, before you go, we need to meet each other. And he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't. And I'm like, excuse, like what? Like, it was so confusing. It was just, it was like, I was like, "So, so do you not like me? Like, can you please just explain? And he just, he just had no good answer. He's like, no, it's not you. It's me. I'm stupid. I'm bad. I'm this, I'm that. And I, it was very, very frustrating. So, um, he ended up leaving the state without us meeting, um, I started to this is this begins the, the cycle of me trying to decide okay you know what this isn't good for me I need to end this so I tried the first time <laughs> to break it off and that's really honestly I I look back now and think that's really where it should have ended you know what I mean yeah. like that's yeah. that was a that was a big enough red flag um and I'm not it's crazy I I feel like the story makes me come off a lot dumber than I feel like I actually am. And I'm not trying to say like anything about myself. I'm just, it's just, it's a, it's a crazy story looking back. But, but... I think hindsight is always like, yeah. you know, I look at so
1: many things. And I'm like, Carling, Jesus Christ, you're so stupid. But right. in the moment, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. Like it was so <laughs> different in the moment.
2: Exactly. And I think part of it for me, um, I'm a person that when I love somebody, like, that just kind of trumps everything, yeah, and so that kind of was my downfall in the end, really, like that's kind of where this all came from was I had fallen in love, and I couldn't let go, and yeah. that's just the that's just the truth of it, so um so I kept trying to break it off. I ended up moving to Florida um at the end of let's see at the end of twenty thousand. 000- well, 2014. <laughs> uh, and um in October that year, I moved down back down here. And then for some reason, after I moved, Mark was like, Hey, we kind of we had stopped talking, we started talking, we stopped talking, we started talking. To- it was that kind of thing throughout that year. And um, we were talking again by the time I moved, and he was like, Look, I think we should finally meet. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> what like that's weird but okay like like why would you choose now that we're like two thousand miles apart but okay um so we ended up driving and meeting in um we decided the midway point between us between philadelphia and orlando would be fayetteville north carolina so we drove that's about a seven hour drive for me and um i get there he gets there before me he gets the hotel room You know, we had agreed. We had already booked a room. We already knew, you know. So um, he gets there first. I get upstairs. He opens the door. And before me is the person in the pictures. But (laughs) he was about, I mean, at the time, I would have estimated probably 500 pounds. Um, (gasps) Oh, yeah. So I was like whoa and he was like acting incredibly happy to see me and so I was just kind of like caught off guard shocked. yeah caught off guard very <laughs> shocked like I didn't know what to do in the situation so I just kind of pretended everything was fine and I was just like, okay, picture, like how
1: how much of a difference was there from the pictures and video to what was before you
2: I mean so in the pictures and the so he's very tall man so, you know, I would have said maybe, maybe 280. I don't know. I It's hard for me to gauge male weight. Like I knew he yeah, was like yeah. a bigger guy. Like I knew yeah. he wasn't like a skinny with, you know, abs or whatever, which is fine. But like, he was like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, you know, make this a whole thing about that because that's not right. really what it was. It was the fact that. He wasn't really honest about it he never came forward and said hey this is what's going on with me and um here's a real picture of me that yeah. is recent because yeah. all the photos I must have seen like he sent me a picture of him in front of a mirror and it was not the same body like he was a lot thinner in the picture yeah. he sent me and so it's like why don't I don't know it just like be honest you know what I mean and so I don't know if things would have gone differently, though, honestly. Um, while we were there, you know, we we hung out. You know, we were having a pretty good time. But, like, uh, you know, like, nighttime rolls around. We're going to sleep. And I just, like, started bawling.
0: Because oh, no. I,
2: I realized, like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. He's not who I thought he was. You know, this doesn't feel right. It just felt, it, honestly... <laughs> The more I thought about it, and especially later, because um, he was really nice about me getting upset, because I explained to him, like, "Look, I just, I just feel like this isn't what I expected, and I'm just yeah. really overwhelmed right now." And he was like, "Oh, I understand. It's okay. It's okay." Do you want to leave? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, "No, I don't want to leave." I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't know what to do, honestly. Yeah. Um, so we hung out the whole time that we were that we had planned. Um, went home. I was like, look, I'll like I'll call you or we'll talk again in a couple of days. Let me just have some time. So I ended up writing him an email that said, Look, I just don't think this is what's right for me. Um, I just left a relationship where I was basically a caretaker and I don't want to be in that position again. Um, that's kind of what it started to feel like for me. You know what I mean? Right. Like he had this whole <laughs> this whole situation going on, um, with his health and I mean, well, maybe not with his health, but with his, you know, like mobility and just that kind of stuff. And I was like, I yeah. just left that. And I was in that marriage for nine years. And I mean, I was 17 when I met my ex-husband. So like I, w- I was 30 at that. Well, I guess I was 31 by the time we met, but like, you know, like I was like, I need, I need to not, do this kind of thing anymore like this is not what i'm looking for and so we ended up kind of trying to end it um after that so that's like november 2014 and was he understanding like yeah he was he was he tried i mean he tried i will to his credit he did try to understand my side of things um he really seemed to now later of course he used this against me when we would argue about certain things and which, I mean, honestly, and I truly, frankly, I really don't blame him for being upset because I, I can see why, like, obviously, like he, that's just, that's not a lot he can do about that, you know, in the moment. Um, And I also think that he, he put you in a very
0: awkward situation, right? Like if you're, if you're getting into a relationship, you are getting into a relationship for certain reasons, right? For, Uh, personality type or you know physical type things like that right so you need to know kind of all of those things up front because if you maybe knew that you wouldn't have gotten into a relationship with him or or had this relationship online uh, because of your past relationship right so you know he just put you in in a situation where if you're rejecting him uh it's he can spin it in a way that it
2: seems like it's because of his weight, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. And also, you know, if he had met when I wanted to meet, maybe the whole thing could have been avoided, you know, like maybe yes. if he had met me the, like a month, because I was ready to meet him after like a couple of weeks, I was like, all right, you're really close by, let's just do this. And he was yeah. like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. And so, I I actually ended up, it's really funny because he lived three hours south. He lived in Colorado Springs. And I actually went to Colorado Springs for Christmas with a friend of mine. And I was like, look, I'm in your town. I'm where you live. Can we please Mm -hmm. just like for five minutes? You don't even have to talk if you don't want to. I just want to meet you, shake your hand, the end. Like, and he was like, no. He gave this whole long, it, it was just absurd. So, yeah. So, like. I agree if he had if he had just kind of allowed the situation to be revealed (laughs) to me then like yeah a lot of I mean he was the whole I think the theme of everything that happened was he was incredibly 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 selfish and probably remains that way I mean I would assume he didn't hasn't changed since then so I mean that's that's kind of what I realized I I mean it took me a long time to figure this out but um you know anyways So after that happens, I'm devastated. I'm completely just shattered. And um, I ended up getting into therapy to kind of figure out how to deal with all this and get some perspective. Um, And I was talking to my therapist and we went over this a lot. And she was like, well, did you guys ever have a relationship in person? And I was like, no. I mean, we met that one time, but no, I mean, that was only like three or four days she's like, well, why don't you try it? I was like, what? Really? She's like, well, what do you have to lose? I mean, you're already invested. And, you know, the worst thing that happens is you tell them to leave. And I was like, okay. Like, I'll be honest. It kind of was a little bit what I wanted to hear because (laughs) I, you know, I wanted, um, I wanted it to work so bad. Like I really thought like if we can just kind of get the puzzle pieces right, it would all be good, you know? And so I go home, (laughs) I go home from this and I tell him, Hey, what do you think about this? What if you just move here? And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, like, let's just, I, you know, I talked to my therapist and this was her idea. And like, we were thinking about, just just giving it a try and at least at least for you know a few months, we'll say. At least for a few months. And he's like, Okay, sure. Here's the date. We'll do this in March. It was like a few weeks from that day. I was like, Great, perfect, awesome, wonderful. I was really excited. Super. And so excited. he was gonna move in with you? He was gonna move in with me. Wow. I know, I know. Trust dying me. Right back right now, oh, yeah. I'm like, I can't believe I did this, but you know. It felt right at that time yeah. somehow. Okay, but don't worry because so the day comes, the day before. I mean, it's the day before he's supposed to leave, and he's like, "Hey, look, I need to tell you something." And I was like, "Okay." Oh God. And he's like, he's like, okay. So um, first of all, my my ex wife, she's still on my medical insurance. And I was like, "What? Why?" Yeah. he's like well because of the- no no he said he was still technically married they never got a divorce I was like okay well you need to like take care of that like really like today like right now yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's like well but it was it's just a formality because he needed she needed to stay on my insurance and blah, blah blah and I'm like no no you need to take care of it and he's like it's fine it's fine don't worry about it and then and then like an hour or no he's like oh there's one more thing my um my last name it's it's not the name I told you. I, yeah. I have a different last name. And I was like, yeah. Okay. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I, I just panicked when you asked me. And, and so I made one up and I was like, what? Like, I was so offended. Like I was more offended about that, honestly, than yeah. the wife. I was like, are you kidding me right now? And it, he, he again was like, it's really not a big deal. You know, I, people do this all the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no we (laughs) had a relationship we've been in a really like you told me I was your soulmate you were telling like are you kidding me I'm sorry and he just like wouldn't take it seriously he just like kept brushing it off and trying to minimize and just basically gaslighting me I guess basically just being like this is not a big deal you shouldn't be upset like get over it and I mean he didn't say those things but this was his message you know and were, were you guys on Facebook together no, actually, that's another thing. Uh, he said he deleted Facebook, okay? So he oh. wasn't on Facebook. I had looked him up. He wasn't there. Well, right. now we see why. I couldn't find yeah. him. I couldn't find him under the new name either, but that's a story for a little bit in a minute here. But uh, <laughs> so we had that discussion and I was kind of irritated and he was even acting irritated with me, which I didn't understand. I'm like, you're the one that lied. I don't know why you're getting shitty with me. Like, yeah, like, at least, at least feel bad for what you did. And so the next morning I wake up and I have a very, I have a a long email from him in my inbox. And it says the subject line was something like, I can't do this. And the email says that I'm sorry. I, I have to tell you that I, you know, when I moved the last time, I actually moved in with someone. I have a girlfriend. We're in love and I I can't move down there. I thought what? I could leave. For yes. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What? Like, <laughs> I was so furious. I was like, I couldn't, my vision was shaking. Like, I could not even see straight to type. On my, every time I would try to type on my phone, like, my hands would shake so bad. I was like, I can't. I kept trying to call him. He wouldn't answer the phone. And I was like, answer my calls. Right now, I need to scream at you. And yeah. he he finally answered. And he, like, wouldn't really talk. Like, I couldn't tell. I was like, is she there? Like, what is wrong with you right now? I don't. Why aren't you talking to me? And he's like, no, she's not here. And I was like, well, that's lucky. Like, I, wh- what is this? What is the deal? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I just, I was so upset the last time. We broke up and whatever, and, and apparently it had been six months since they had been together or something. And I was like, so this whole time, you're living with this girl, yeah, and you're telling me that you love me, and you, you, you know, I mean, all this stuff. Like, he told me all of these, like, things that you say, like, you know, yeah, cliche. And, and different than his wife. This is a different person. Yes, this is a different person than his wife. And so... I, I just like, I mean, I, I cannot even, it's hard for me to even explain. Okay. So when I was 21, my dad died suddenly and I will still say, this might sound callous, but it's true. This discovery, this revelation from Mark was more upset, like jarring to my worldview than when my dad wow. suddenly died, wow. you know, because parents die sometimes like that yeah. happens. But I never in my wildest dreams like I would have staked the lives of everybody I knew on his loyalty to me like I never wow. in my life would have expected anything like that so I was just like my I was floored and was like all right well we are done here and um, I will did he,
0: did he explain to you why he said he would move in with you like and and well, why did he agree <laughs> to like, that why did he let it go he... so
2: far I mean, I mean. Okay, so his explanation, like, not, not really, not satisfactorily. No, but his explanation was he thought he could leave her. He just oh. thought he could, and then it turned out that he couldn't. And he was just gonna like leave her a note and like walk out. And I was like, you were, oh my you were God. gonna stick her with a lease. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm <laughs> sorry. What? I mean, it was just so crazy. And so, okay believe it or not, the story is not over. So, (laughs) um, so a week after that, a week and a half or so after that happens, I had a cat at the time named Grapefruit and this cat was (laughs) the
1: best cat ever.
2: Um, I, one of the things that I do in my life is I foster kittens and, um, I have, I have cats of my own as well. And I, this was cat I had had since he was like three weeks old.
0: And I fostered
2: him and I ended up keeping him because he was just such a fun cat, such a cute, sweet little cat. He, I woke up one day, he wasn't in the house. And then I realized that he must have gotten on the porch, the screened in porch, and then the door was slightly open because at that time I didn't have like a little closer thingy on it. Yeah. And he was gone. So I put up flyers. Um, I ended up hearing from a lady who said, yeah, um, I think your cat died in my yard.
1: Oh, Aww. no. Great
2: group. <laughs> yeah. It was devastating. I was so upset. Like, it was horrible. And for some, so for some reason, all I, I mean, I guess it's not that, under, that not understandable. But, like, I just really wanted Mark there for that. Like, I was like, you know, he was my best friend. For a very long time. And I mean, we had just ended things like just barely. I was still reeling from that. And then this thing happens with my cat, and I'm just like, I can't even deal with this. And so one of the worst part I still not the worst part of this story, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> there's one more thing that happens that's worse than that. But um oh, God I start trying to date other people. We're still kind of in touch, me and Mark. Um, it's not really going great with these other people. Like it's dating sucks. You know, I mean, I don't know yeah. how much you guys are aware of that, but it really does.
0: And I am so aware of that, that I never want to do it again for the rest of my life. <laughs>
2: I agree. I mean, honestly, I'm like, you know, being alone is fine. It's cool. Yeah. I have We're good. But, um <laughs> so, he he seems to kind of I I have noticed like sort of a a drop in attention from him like he kind of is sort of we're not as close I guess and so and I can't really figure out what's going on there but I'm like all right whatever it's it's fine because I'm trying to pull away so I'm like all right maybe that's for the best like let's just do that so later that same year that grapefruit died in March um around August he (laughs) he says to me hey can we talk later when you're when you're free? And I was like, yeah, of course. That's sure. I mean, I assumed we would anyway. So we talk. He's like, all right, I'm going to say a bunch of stuff and um, just basically, like, hold your applause till the end, kind of. Oh, and I was gosh. like, uh, okay. I'm, like, getting really freaked out. So he's like, well, first of all, I needed to tell you that. um how did he start it? Oh man, I wish I had saved this conversation, but it's all gone now. <laughs> There's a lot of it I saved, but I did not, I mean that I had saved at the time. But um basically he tells me this long story about how essentially the the crux of it is he had been married this whole time and was still married to his quote unquote ex-wife. And I was like, wait, what? what? It's like since Colorado he was married and and remained married to the ex-wife and I was like wait a minute wait a minute so who is the girlfriend he's like yeah. no there's no girlfriend it's, it's just the wife. <laughs> it's just the wife and I'm like wait what <laughs> so you lied you literally have just lied about everything this whole time you're just lying constantly that's all you've been doing is lying and he's like, well, no, not all of it was a lie and blah, blah, you know, trying to, he, he never would really fully take responsibility for how much dishonesty there was. Um, yeah. He he really felt like, oh, it's just, I just told you a couple of different tweaks, like just tweak the circumstances a little. And it's like, no, dude, no, that is not what happened. Yeah. Like, and I think it's easy when you're on the side where you like know the truth to convince yourself that like, it's not that big of a lie. Yeah, When, when, but when you're the one that's being lied to, it's, it's extremely different. Like I, I just remember like, there was some, I've been trying to figure out what this was, but there was some, um, movie or TV show or something where someone had told a lie to a person that they were dating. And like that, that person that they were dating found out about the lie and was like, I don't know if we can be together. And I always thought like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you can if you really loved him you could get past it like I always kind of thought it was like not that big of a deal well I was wrong like that <laughs> past me had no clue what it felt like to be lied to like that like it it's just I mean it's basically like nothing was real like I just kept thinking like what else isn't really like, you know like is this still earth like what yeah. is happening You know, I mean, it took me a while to kind of get through that as well. I mean, it just felt like, honestly, by that point, I just kept feeling like all he does is ruin my life. Like every few months, he just ruins my life. And um, did you tell your therapist this? Were you like, that was bad advice, therapist? (laughs) (laughs) I yeah I think was I seeing her still at that point I don't yeah I think I was seeing her still I think that it did kind of force things to come to a head a little bit you know because I think the problem the like reason why he ended up not coming was because he didn't it's not that he didn't want to leave his wife here's this is the part that drives me crazy he didn't want to commit when he wasn't sure like he didn't want to eventually end up alone you know what I mean like his wife was a sure thing yeah, and I was not really a sure thing, so I think that's what it was. Was he wanted to stick with the sure thing because he didn't want to be alone? Right. And is that I kind like, of like
0: like making you sure sure you have another job before you quit the first one? Exactly. <laughs> yes,
2: that's exactly what it's like. Like, yeah, you got to line up these women right in a row so that yeah. honestly, a little overlap is best. Like, you know, yeah. you got to just, just like <laughs> slip them in there. So basically, a couple months later, when I'm at my so this was kind of a weird it was a very strange surreal situation I ended up going to a a wedding my cousin I have a cousin that lives here actually in Orlando and I had never met her before Um, I I don't know how it's weird but um, her dad was my mom's is my mom's brother I had never met him either because he had never come to Florida and they lived in Virginia and I had never been there so I ended up meeting all of them at the same time because it was my cousin's wedding they were having over in Cocoa Beach that same October. So I was, while I was there, I ended up figuring out based on various things that Mark was seeing a new person and I, another new person, like a third woman. <laughs> and so I kind of like flipped out again and was just sort of losing my mind in the middle of like meeting all of these relatives I had never seen before. And it was hellish and crazy. And he was like, I finally got him to admit that he was seeing somebody. And, like, um, actually, interestingly enough, she's a Canadian woman. Oh. And, um, yeah, lived in, I think, Saskatchewan. Oh. So, she, she, he was like, yeah, you know, she actually really wants to talk to you. And I was what? like, what? No. Like, tell her of herself. Like, no. And, I mean, I, I really didn't have anything against her. But I was just like, that's weird. No. Well, that gave me an a- idea, though. So I got some friends involved in looking him up on Facebook with his real name. And it turned out that he had blocked me. So my friend was oh. able to find his Facebook page. Oh so I, I did all this sle- like sort of slick around stuff to find his wife. What ended up happening too was that I saw on Twitter that she had found out he had a girlfriend. And who is this other woman. So I think that's kind of where part of it came from that I knew that he had a new girl. But I was like, you know, I bet he's still lying to her. So let me find her, tell her that he's been doing behind her back for 2 years and that way she'll know. So I ended up finding her I ended up finding her Pinterest account and leaving a comment somehow. I don't even use Pinterest and I was like, look, will you please contact me? I have some information about your husband that you need to know. And so she did contact me. She messaged me back on my new I've created a fake a fake new Facebook cuz I couldn't I it was a whole thing. Anyway, oh, so she contacted yeah. me back. Yeah, I did some sleuthing. And uh <laughs> so we ended up chatting on the phone. I was like, "Yeah, I I have had a relationship with him before I knew about you. If you want to talk to me about it, I would be happy to tell you more because I think that you should know." And so we talked, she was really nice. We both were like, he's insane. You know, he deserves to live in the gutter. We're both agreed. Good job. She, <laughs> she left him and divorced him like pretty soon after that. Now, here's the thing is that I was still like in this mindset of like, it was, I honestly had lost my mind completely. Like I was still like, I don't, I can't see my life without him.
1: Oh, but at the God. same time, I
2: also, like, hate his guts, and I want him to die. So yeah. it's, like, it was, like, this weird, like, yeah, it was so, it was, like, this crazy, like, I was just, like, completely back and forth constantly with this. That's and why they was... have
1: that relationship status on Facebook. <laughs> it it's was complicated. so complicated. Not for these situations. <laughs>
2: So I ended up after, after I talked to his wife, she tells me that she spoke to the girlfriend and I was super curious now. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to talk to the girlfriend. So I got the number from his wife and I called his girlfriend. She was at the time, let me see. She was like 40 something. And she was a mother of two or three, had also a husband, oh, <laughs> oh, God. And, um, and it was like this whole thing where it was like she had an open relationship with her husband sort of like he wasn't super happy about it though but like so she (laughs) was seeing mark like yeah it was this whole thing that was like way more than even my relationship with him and i mean you know no judgment on open relationships but like this situation was completely the problem was though that she was so so nice now this is the thing about Canadian people to me (laughs) It's like, you people are too nice. And like, all that happens is like, I just am in love with you all. Like, so it, it just happened that like, I, I, we like, we developed this weird, like friendship slash, like almost codependency. Like, like I would sort of talk to her when I wanted to talk to Mark so that I wouldn't talk to him because I was trying to stop myself from talking to him. Like it was this whole thing. And at the same time she was like super threatened by me, but also like really like really seemed to care about what I was going through and like she seemed way more like she behaved toward me the way he should have you know what I mean like she was yeah. like, i you know i feel so i feel so bad for you, he's told me all the things, and we had a long conversation about what happened, and she's like you know i I just can't believe what you've gone through and I you know all this stuff and I'm like but you're dating him. Like what is wrong? Like this whole situation was just completely insane. We stayed in touch for a little while. 2016 comes around. Okay. So this is like March, 2016. Now this is the other worst thing that happened during this period. That's not Mark related. I started feeling sick. Um, there was something wrong with me. I didn't feel right. My, I had lost a bunch of weight. My vision was blurry. Like I wasn't doing well. I go to the doctor Uh, The doctor comes in the room the next day after my test results came back. She's like, I don't want to scare you, but you need to go to the emergency room right now. You have diabetes. (laughs) Oh. So, yeah. So, I became suddenly at 33, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Wow. Wow, type 1. Yeah. I was in the hospital for um, three days while they, like, because I was in – what's called ketoacidosis um, which is yeah which can be fatal I was basically I was actively dying at the time and my dad my dad actually I mentioned before my dad passed away when I was 21 um, he actually died from ketoacidosis he was also diabetic oh Oh, god wow yeah so it was this thing where and this was like my worst nightmare like I (laughs) I still I still can't believe like I mean there's nothing I can do so it's like I just live with it now but it's like at the time I was like, I can't, how is this happening? Like, I thought I was, like, I thought I was out of the date. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think that, that this was, this could happen. I was old. I was too old, you know? Like I felt like, of course, anytime anything stressful happens, who do I want to talk to? So yeah. And the thing is, I don't, I don't know if I actually did talk to him. I don't remember talking to him. I think I did. I think I was waiting for him to see on my Twitter account and maybe reach out to me. Um right. which eventually he did, like the next week or so. He ended up emailing me like, you know, hey, I heard I saw that you have this and I'm really sorry about that. Whatever, et cetera. And uh we kind of kind of got back in touch a little bit. Um we ended up having a phone call the next month where he was talking to me about, you know, I was trying Cause at this point I was like, see, this is the part where I start to sound like completely crazy, which I kind of was, but like, I was going through a lot. (laughs) So I was, I, my, basically my thing was like, I could not handle the fact that he was moving on and he had found somebody else. Like I like, that was just making me die inside. Like I couldn't handle it. And so we talked about it, like. He called – like, we had a – I was like, look, it might help if we could, like, talk about it a little bit. And then maybe it will help me, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. So um, he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I I love Laura and blah, blah, blah. We're going to be together. But I don't know what's going to happen. So why don't you and I have a marriage pact for five years from now? No. And I was like, What? what do you mean? Oh, like, yeah. aren't you going to be with Laura? And he's like, well, I mean, you she know, she has a family and all this stuff, like, who knows what's going to happen. So just in case we're both single in five years, we should get married. And I was like, okay. So, so yeah, that was, uh, that was 2016. So that's like next year. And, uh, I'm just like, gonna really laugh really hard if he remembers. And- <laughs> oh, God, so you're not going to like- remember shopping? I didn't remember when it was, but I had done some research in like my emails and stuff to put together a timeline for you guys. So that's why I know when that was like, this is not something that I have in my calendar. Do not (laughs) worry. (laughs) (laughs) Basically what ends up happening next. um, A couple of of things happen really fast and um, we're coming up on the end here. Don't worry. So we have another phone call and a month later or so and um it got a little bit we ended up getting like it got a little sexy i guess <laughs> like it got kind of like heated and um the next day he's like oh my god i feel terrible i can't believe i did that and you know Laura would be so upset and blah 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 and i was like well okay whatever and so i didn't really know like i was like that's your problem man that's not my problem and um yeah. so then he sends me this email Um, I guess after, I guess after I wasn't like, okay, well, I'll go away forever now. I guess that's what he was trying to get me to do. He sends me this really, really, really mean email that was basically like, you never even loved me. You only liked that I was nice to you and, you know, this stuff and that, and that and the other. And you were so mean when we were in Fayetteville and all this stuff. And like, I was like, okay, that's terrible. And so that was the moment where I was like, okay, you know what? This has to be over. This is it. Like you can't, you can't walk yourself back from all this stuff you just said. No. Um, So I, and of course, and luckily I'm actually glad that I did this. I deleted that email. I don't have any screenshots. Like I have, it's gone. I was like, Mm -hmm. yes, I never needed to see that again. So what happened after this, he moved to Canada in June to be with Laura. Now, listen, she's still with her husband at this time. Okay. So, um, they, he lived in like an apartment or something nearby. Like, I don't really know what the logistics were, but he lived somewhere in the same area and she, and, um, yeah, but he moved straight from the U S to, to Canada. Wow. Just maybe two months later, she like has basically like a nervous breakdown from her husband telling her, like basically giving her an ultimatum about him and Mark, like pick one. Basically, and she ends up breaking up with Mark and deciding that she needs to go to like an inpatient mental health facility for a while. And he is stuck in Canada by himself, like in an apartment. Like, he's oh my god, by this point, he's told me he's 600 pounds, like, he can't. Like, I don't even know how he, I guess he flew there. Yeah. And he sent me this email. I'll never forget this moment. It was like one thirty in the morning. I was like w- scrolling my phone, like sleepily, like about to fall asleep. This email comes in from him. And the subject line was like, you you are right. Um, and then I forget what he said. I, I thought you deserved to know. Laura just dumped me. I thought you deserved to know. Oh, and God. I was like, oh, my! I was instantly wide awake. And I was like, oh, my God. I was just like it was the funniest thing I had ever heard and um, it just it, it was so transparent after that happened I was like look dude I don't know if you like were expecting me to be sympathetic and like here for you and whatever but no ha 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 sorry like like laughing crying crying laughing emoji like 30 times (laughs) and And that's it and like and he's like no that's not what I wanted at all I was just thought you should know and all this stuff and I was like yeah whatever you totally thought I was gonna it was just it was so sweet it was like oh it was nice And um, so honestly, I thank Laura for that too. She was, she, uh, granted, she makes bad decisions. I can't judge her for that. I also made really bad decisions. Um, She was like so nice. She was a very nice person who didn't deserve to be involved with him. Yeah. And uh, I hope that wherever she is, she's doing well right now. But after that, like the only contact we had after that was... A couple of emails. This is, I guess, what makes me convinced that he's still reading my Twitter is he he sent me a couple of emails, like in response to some tweets I had written, Mm. basically, like about like the hurricane was coming or something, and he was like, "Oh, I hope you stay safe." And I was, I didn't respond. And then at one, and then he sent me an email that was like, "Hey, what's up?" That's all it said, and I was like, "What do you, what do you exactly do you want? Like, do you realize how psychotic you sound? Like, we're not like old college friends. Yeah, you can't just." Act like we're just going to be buddies now. Like that's not that's not how this happens. And he's like, well, I just thought enough time had passed and we could hang out again. Which translation? He had lost his only girlfriend and now he wanted um, to have a new girlfriend or his old girlfriend back. And I was like, no, just do you remember that email you sent me? Because that's that. By the way, was the end of it. Like that's it. It's over. Like you, you, you ruined it. So, yeah, so that that was the last time I heard from him. How do guys like this get so many girlfriends? That's what I was I wondering myself. No, that's what I honestly also wonder. How did he get me? Like, come on, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it's weird. Like,
1: it's like <sighs> the, the people with this type of personality can like, well, I think that's what they do is they find somebody and then yeah. they become what that person needs in the moment. Yeah, And so
2: he was able to become what you needed to sort of bond with you. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. Honestly, I hope he stays away. Like, I keep having this fear that he's, like, secretly following me, and he could be. Like, he could have a private account, and I don't know. Like, there would be no way uh, for me to know that. But as long as he's not bothering me, like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does he still live in Canada?
2: No, I think he moved back to Philadelphia. I don't think he can live by himself. I mean, I don't know. That's wild.
1: I... First of all, I didn't even know people really like, because Twitter never clicked for me. Yeah. But I never understood people like how connections can be made on like Twitter or even Facebook. Like I watched 90 Day Fiance and a lot of times are like, oh yeah, we met on Facebook. I'm like, how did you do that? But (laughs) people that are like, that are wanting
2: to victimize other people, they just have ways The thing is, like, you get into a community, and you're all, like, chatting in the comments, and then you start messaging, and then you get closer. It's, like, it's kind of a gradual thing for, for at least in my experience, and especially now with, like, group DMs, where it's basically like a chat room, and you kind of get to know people that way, and then you kind of have a side conversation. And, yeah, so it's, it's a dangerous place, frankly, and it should be. Probably I should I keep thinking I should get off Twitter because (laughs) just causing me trouble. But yeah, it's also really the only way I talk to people like it's you know, that's the other thing about it is like if you don't have much of a, especially lately and in person social life, you know, you need the online forums for that.
1: Yeah, I do think there is such an important place for online forums for people that just don't have access to bigger communities, whether it's because of a pandemic or, you know, like for so many reasons, but I think it's just so, Such a cautionary tale because it is. Even in today's day and age when we do have internet safety, and so you know, it still is happening. But I think it's true. Like, I well, and one thing that I like the takeaway is A, you can still laugh about it and appreciate that it happened, and you know, you've been able to move on and have relationships since.
2: And actually, the interesting thing is, I don't know if this makes me a negative person or what, but I hate that idea of like, oh, it made me stronger because I don't feel like I needed that to be stronger. Like, (laughs) I would have been fine being slightly weaker without having like three years of just like horrible pain over and over again like that was it was so awful I can't even like my dad died and that was horrible but like it it was one thing and it was over you know what I mean like this just like kept coming
1: oh well I'm super glad that you reached out to us that story had a lot of twists and turns yeah it was
2: uh, tell me about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) try living it
2: (laughs) I mean don't though don't I don't (laughs)
1: recommend it amazing well thank you so so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, we'll let you get to your day or the rest of your day, but thank you so much.
2: Yes. Thank you guys. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity. All right. Thank have a good ahead. afternoon, Stephanie. All right. Thank, you. thank Bye. you. Bye. Michelle. Hey,
1: hey
2: girl.
1: Are y'all dizzy from that wild ride Woo!
0: of an emotional roller coaster? Crazy, man. Do you like roller coasters? Yeah, I don't mind them. I got stuck on a roller coaster once in West Ed. Uh, I believe it was me and Anthony and somebody else. <gasps> we were on it, and it like got stuck. Like, and we were kind of was it my crazy ex? Remember, we all went. In- oh, maybe we had like gone through the roller coaster, and then it was at like a basically a forty five degree angle, and we were like stuck. Wow, for a little while, Ooh. yeah. You know, we we're just like laying, like yeah, on our backs, like looking up, like waiting for it to go well, again. Better than that, than like facing forward. Yeah, right. Like face forward, that would be scary. But I don't like
1: rides. I wasn't sure if I liked hmm. them, and then, um, Lindy, we were in Saskatoon, and they have like I don't know, like a carnival, and we went, and we were with her sister and her fiance. And we were like, okay, let's pick like a mild ride to see because uh-huh. I didn't ride rides when I was a kid.
0: It's um, so another yeah, Get of Carling's sad
1: child. Yeah, get a little violin. <laughs> um, and so they picked out the like um, the pirate ship that swings. Yes. And it goes higher and higher. Yeah. And they were like, Carling, it's just like a swing. Like yeah. It's fine. It's a pendulum. And I was like, great. I'm not worried about it at all.
0: Anyway, it's like a swing, but you feel like you're going to fall off of it. Yeah. Like the entire time. Ten out
1: of ten, would not recommend. Yeah. Did not like it. <laughs> I hated that feeling in my stomach. That like yes. that like
0: you know, that motion feeling where the you're stomach swinging drop. backwards yeah. and
1: then your stomach's up in your throat and then you drop. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hated it. I like rides. I love the zipper. Oh, which is like what? Such it's like death. It's like a death trap. Yeah. Um There's rattling around in a cage. I know, but it's fun. <laughs> I also like that gravity one that like you get stuck to the side of the wall and you're like and you don't spinning? No, no. And um that's what was a bummer when we went to Florida. I went we went to Disney World, Legoland and Busch Gardens, but I was pregnant with the twins. Mm. I couldn't do any of the rides, which like I get, but I'm like I just wanted a little like a little bit of a like yeah. like a dip or like a like a woo. Yeah. <laughs> I am But so I couldn't. It was I'm very, so sorry. I was very disappointed. I
1: hate that for you. Well, I like the types of emotional roller coasters that these episodes are. I do, too. That's the ups, enough. the downs, the sharp turns. You never know what's going to happen next. That's enough for me. All right. Well, that's lame. Uh, guys, <laughs> if you haven't already, uh, find us on the social medias. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at I Did Not Sign Up For This. And we're also on Patreon. So if you want some more bonus episodes, some juicier stories, some of our own trauma. Um, check it out at patreon.com slash I did not sign up for this. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.